That was not, I don't know. Good countdown. Count <laughs> it was not a count up. <laughs> I did a count Five, up today. Six, seven, eight. Good day. Rise of Blights. Nope, that is not an Australian accent. <laughs> I always you? sound British when I do any accent. Shout out to... Rise of Blights. Got some rise of lights here. Shout out to our listener in Sydney, Australia. Thanks yeah. for downloading the bits. We don't know who you are, but we appreciate you. Yeah. Also, five people in Belgium. For Belgium's n- a real hot spot for the bits. Yeah, yeah. we're big in Belgium, <laughs> actually. The bits are big in Belgium. So anyway, you know what? maybe we'll go on tour and maybe we'll hit Belgium oh, first. Well, Belgium yeah, will be first. Obviously, we'll sell out some theaters. I think somebody told me that Belgium is uh, big for the lesbians. Oh. Which might be why we have a fan base there. Nice. Yeah. Um, Very LGBTQ friendly. Nice. Yeah. Uh, unlike Alberta. But, you know. <laughs> oh, should we? Oh, yeah. Should we dive right into, in? Let's dive right into that. Okay. You know what? Let's start with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. Since it, it's excellent segue, Claire. Yeah. Well, yeah. So. Horrifying. Uh, reports came out this week that Danielle Smith is spearheading a new and very strict guideline around the use of pronouns uh, for uh, kids at school uh, in uh, combination with restrictions on uh, gender affirming surgeries for people under the age of 17. And obviously this is going to take over headlines, uh, already has, and it's only just going into session. But um, yeah, yeah, I mean, this is about to snowball. Yeah. And it's, something. Yeah. you know, I've been listening and reading a lot about it as much as I can um, so far. And I think the thing that like just really, um stands out to me is just how like unnecessary it seems you know like what is what is the purpose of (coughs) of this like what point does this prove what like who does this help who is this for i don't get it i feel like the answer to that is that she is uh pandering to her right-wing base because um you know, like she needs that well, she to win all, elections. She was all fired up after her <laughs> little hang with Tucker Carlson. For sure. I mean, what a, what last a, week. What and a time. Yeah. I just, I, I hate so much that right now Alberta is going to become a national spotlight for something that does not represent the majority of this province. Totally. And, and I think that, um, yeah, not only is she appealing to that far right base, but it's, it's a, it's a blatant attack on lgbtq2s plus um people in this province and in an otherwise very welcoming community to 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 what you said quinn like i think um you know we're known for being a little island of orange in alberta uh in edmonton but um even throughout we know that there's a lot of acceptance and Uh, support for for that community and so it's just so disappointing to see the other thing is you know like my initial reaction when you hear about um hormones being given to children or like surgical like surgical surgeries being offered quote-unquote offered to children yeah it's off-putting like i will admit to like like, oh that seems extreme completely agree like it's too young yeah um and and i also and are they old enough i had questions about that and it raised some flags um but but 
I had these thoughts like bef- before this came up and right. and my um, my immediate maybe second to third thought was how could I possibly know what that would be like the the thought after that was there are so many um there it's a complex medical issue there are so many professionals involved like I don't think they are you know handing out top surgeries like you know t-shirts at the Oilers games like they this is a serious decision made with parents and medical professionals yes like and and to a fraction like a A, fraction of our society people yeah why do they even need to insert themselves in the conversation and and what bothers me the most about this is now it opens it up for discussion for people who could have no idea what it would be like to weigh in and it's like why why do we all have to weigh in on on something that we cannot relate to we have no experience with and now all of a sudden our opinion matters on that yeah well surprise surprise not listening to the science behind it right like not allowing experts to be the experts that is what is happening here right now because there is a process a long process this is not an overnight decision i'm sick of people saying oh she just woke up the next day and wanted to be a man uh, yeah, that's not exactly. That's it. not how that yeah, works. Let's, let's, There's a lot of people involved. There are a lot of steps on such a ridiculous not, statement. But I don't and yeah. and like that much we know. And then it's like full stop. We don't know anything else beyond that, other than there's a lot of due diligence. This isn't like a a rash or a reactive decision that happens. Full stop. That's all we need to know. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with me or or it's anyone no who's not going through business. it firsthand. It's no one else's business. It's no one else's business. And and that's the part that I really, really struggle with. That's what's frustrating because she says, don't politicize it. Yeah, she, she she did. This week she said, Hey, you know, we this is this is you know, we're the adults here, we're talking about children. So hey folks, like let's take the high road and and let's not politicize this. And it's like, what? You're the one politicizing this. Exactly. Yeah. That's why it's bullshit. It is bullshit. It's like you're politicizing it. It feels... Feels religious. religious. Yeah. Right? Like Mm -hmm. it feels... Yeah. It's none of your business. Um, But also like if kids in school feel comfortable at school to present themselves in a certain way, like who is that hurting? Mm -hmm. I just... I don't understand the logic behind it. I just think, like, pardon the cliche, but it just feels like a real slippery slope, yeah. right? Because it's like, okay, now you're inserting yourself into medical decisions but that are, you know, based in science, based in family decision-making, and, and the government is inserting themselves into that, which feels very hypocritical for this government because aren't they mostly usually talking hands about... Off. Hands, hands off. Hands off, yeah. Get out of my life. Um, but... But when it serves them and it's... But it feels like a slippery slope with, um, you know, what this could dovetail into when it comes to overreach by the government. And we talked about this last week with the Hockey Canada sexual assault case. This has now just been tabled and it is absolutely our duty now to be loud to ensure that this does not get passed. Right. We have to make sure that we're standing up 
for that population. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, I really feel for the families that have gone through this and continue to go through this and probably are living very wonderful lives with wonderful children and have to go through this shit. It It's just so disappointing. It is so very well, disappointing. And, and so just to clarify, we are talking about the gender affirming surgeries that are now going to be limited for people under 17. I am not an expert on this. I'm not going to weigh in on um, anything other than the fact that I am smart enough to know that there are lots of medical professional people involved in those decisions and they are not just handing out hormones like candy to kids. Um, It's not something that's taken delicately. And like Quinn, you said, it's not like you wake up one day and you're like, oh, you know what? I think I... Today's the day. I'm I'm going to be a different gender today. Yeah. Yeah, That's not how this works. That is not how this works. And if it did happen that way, you wouldn't be able to do it. It, 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 like even if that did happen there are safeguards in place um but the other side of it is this this step into to to this into schools and teachers um and that is also really interesting because um i don't know as a as a parent i can understand wanting to know what's going on with your kid right like if you you feel like something's happening at school that you're not aware of. That's a really scary feeling, right? And the older the kids get, that the more that distance might occur. Um, but at the same time, I would say that it's the parent's responsibility to create a safe space for yeah. your child to be able to tell you those things. And if but they not can, all kids have that. And, yeah. But and not all kids will, yeah. despite your best efforts to create that space. And those are probably the off ones, right? Like mm-hmm. those are the, the 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 um, the less likely scenarios. Who it's going to hurt are the ones that don't feel safe, exactly, and yeah. don't have that space to be who they are. And the only safe space for them to do that is with a teacher they trust, or is in a school where it's welcome. And we're taking that away from mm-hmm. them. And that is so disappointing. Right. right. It's awful. And I mean, it's just all of these things, it isn't easy for the people involved. And we're just and making now it you're making it harder and worse. And I just, how dare you? Yeah, how, how dare you? How dare and, you? And to to what benefit? Who Who's who's sleeping better at night knowing that you fucked with someone else's well-being? Like, I just, it's so... And to all the people supporting this, do you even know anybody going through this? Uh, yeah, Would exactly. you know? Guaranteed like, they do not. Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. And that's what's so annoying is it's opening up this discourse now because people are going to be talking about it. And it's opening up this conversation with people who have no idea what they're talking about who never met a trans person in their life or somebody who might be going through gender dysphoria, whatever. Like, and they're just spouting off their opinion that is based on nothing. But even if you don't know anyone, I still can't my, I can't wrap my head around the, the thought that you need to instill that kind of pain and, and restriction on something that doesn't affect you in any way. It has nothing but to I mean, do I, with you. Uh, coming from a biased opinion here as, you know, someone who's p- 
part of the LGBTQ community. I realize that. But like, obviously, there's lots of us out there and Mm. there's lots of allies out there and lots of just regular rational people who wouldn't even say this is an LGBTQ issue. This is a why do you even care issue? Yeah. What's it to you? Anyway. Yeah. And at work, I'm working on messaging, you know, when we, you know, at Explore Edmonton, we are Mm. rainbow certified. We are very forward in, in promoting the LGBTQ community and and what to do in Edmonton and make sh- making sure that visitors are very safe and so I'm working on messaging to the people who have an opinion against that mm-hmm. and and the response is always educate yourself and now we have a government that is just completely blatantly ignoring that yeah and so now it's just it's just gonna fall on deaf ears well and and also sitting down with Tucker Carlson the week before this hit the headlines um who openly shits on trans and lgbtq people just to start (laughs) yeah like that's not even scratching the surface but like she doesn't care um clearly uh about uniting people or meeting in the middle or or any of that this this is a i'm coming after this group of people because it it serves me well and and that's just like so Shake my head, disappointing. It's gonna gonna just pull out the mom words. Just yeah, di- I'm disappointed in you, Danielle. I I am disappointed I'm not mad. in Danielle. Like I'm disappointed. Yeah. No, I'm mad and disappointed. Yeah. And and I can't help but wonder, like between this and I won't get into the other policies, but you know, between this and disposable straws, um, is this where your attention needs to be right now? Uh, by the way, um, did you see the? photo of her with her announcement with uh, her the photo of her announcing that straws are coming back or like plastic straws I think it was a missed opportunity I think that she could have been wearing straw glasses she could have been she may as well have been she used the longest straw she could find she was like what's the most plastic we could use in one straw like find the longest straw yeah I think we need to post that we're only bringing back prop straws yeah actually we're not bringing back plastic it's just exceptionally long if you if you don't know what we're talking about there's like an effort to kibosh the bylaw um for single-use plastics in alberta specifically so that we can all use plastic straws again and sure nobody likes a cardboard nobody likes the paper straws we know we're all united on that yeah but i mean again like really is this is that what that's what you're talking about at the legislature roll potential of rolling blackout because (laughs) the weather is so bad we have no water in edmonton there's a mandatory like water yeah this is but you know what let's really be going anti-environment thank you this is perfect yeah excellent plus 15 outside and last week was minus 50 but hey let's get straws but hey let's find a really long straw so that we can sip our soda from very far away you're welcome (laughs) y'all thank you so much thank you so much really saving the province okay on because my face is hot so certainly that will be an ongoing story as will (laughs) not the straws no the straw is ongoing it's never you know what it's all going to be ongoing stories On to another story that we'll continue to develop and we will continue to talk about. We talked about this last week, um, the 2018 sexual assault case. Um, We now know that the five players 
are the ones who took leaves of absence from their team. So we have Alex Formanton, Carter Hart, Dylan Dubé, Cal Foote, Michael and McLeod. Michael McLeod. Yeah. Thank you. Um, all five have now been charged just to update that story. And we do know mm-hmm. that London police plan to have a media conference on February 5th. Um, I can say for myself that this is something that I'm absolutely <coughs> glued to. Um, Alex Formanton, through his lawyer, had a statement um, asking people not to pass judgment until yeah. they hear all the evidence, which, girls, I don't know about you, but, and I understand innocent and prove till proven guilty, and we all have to practice that mm-hmm. during yeah, this. Absolutely. It's going to be very difficult, but it's maybe not the time. Yeah, like, to, it feels a little gaslighty. Yeah, just shush. Yeah. yeah now don't not tell us to not pass judgment, I, man. I, I, I don't understand. Um, the the need to jump to the defense of people who are being charged um, as opposed and being vocal about that and loud about that mm-hmm. as opposed to the woman who is the victim in this situation yeah and has gone survived in this case that right? is yeah. what I don't understand <clears throat> it's like if you have an opinion on that mm-hmm. like why are you so quick to jump to the defense of the people being charged with this yeah heinous it's crime. The, it's that culture right of of yeah i mean we talked about it last time the the boys will be boys but um again you know we're we're going to be keeping a close eye on it um the bravery is is unbelievable and uh you don't get charged without very strong evidence so right that's what you know i think we're all kind of waiting to to see in here is um what what's going to happen here and um yeah i mean i also take issue with with the calgary flames um saying that dubé was leaving for mental health reasons we now know that he's being named in in these charges as well or he has charges against him um it's poor taste they put they put um optics for the team before um, mm-hmm. the survivor it's, of this crime and it's gross and, and it's especially I, bad because they have a player in Oscar Shillington who just came back from a mental health leave yeah and so now you're you've just created an unsafe space with that because that's right yeah, yeah somebody else be, takes a mental health I'd like leave. to hear like yeah. yeah let's not hear a statement from those players right now let's hear a follow up statement from the flames right now yeah, and um, I need to know whose decision it was because if that's what Dylan Dubé told the team, then they thought they were doing the right thing. Yeah, but like, do you really believe that they didn't see this coming and that this caught that team by surprise? Fair. Like, yeah. you're telling me that they didn't know Dubé had this in the rafters? Like, I just don't buy that. Yeah. No, this did not totally come fair. as a surprise to any of these teams. Yeah. Um these guys are talking all the time i just don't believe that yeah absolutely and yeah so i just i i think they should be called out for it um i think the nhl should call them out for it i think the nhl players association should call them out for it um they probably won't but you know fingers crossed right and i i think that a lot of the the chatter if you will 
um, around this is, uh, and of course it's mostly from men, but not always, um, is, you know, why now? And again, mm. this is in in defense to say, or in defense to say of the players um, saying like, why now? You know, why wait this long? Like they're, what's their NHL players and they have all this money. And it almost seems like you're assuming that the victim is timing this to benefit them. Right. But in it again, for the, in it for the cash. Exactly. And let's not forget, we mentioned last week that she went to the police the next day um, after this, after the assault allegedly mm-hmm. happened, she went to the police the next day and it is in Canada. It is not the victim who presses charges. It's mm-hmm. the crown that presses charges and they have to do it with a reasonable amount of evidence um, and that's what it took. It took that amount of time for them to press the or to lay these charges. Mm-hmm. In in what world, as a woman or as any anyone, would you put your name into every headline of every media outlet in the country on the largest, most high profile sexual assault case for money? Like that's when she just already insane. received money from she Hockey already, Canada, she frankly. Mon- she and, was already paid off. And for we that. talked about this before. Why now when they're big stars? Well, this is actually worse timing. Exactly. Right? Because yeah. it has just become that much bigger because yeah, this was they not are her her doing. This was not her doing. Yeah. yeah. And again, the amount of scrutiny she receives publicly. You mean from in the people, comments? In the comments. Yeah. yeah. That is you're hearing those comments all the time. Mm-hmm. You're getting like, oh, let me play devil's that's advocate why, here. But that's why this is so important. That is why this is so because important. Because it is a change of that yeah. whole narrative. But is like that's that's the hope. Why would any woman want to go through that kind of public <clears throat> shame shaming from the people again? Or just in the exposure. Comments. Exposure for something like this. And I would argue that, yeah, they have more money now. But also they have more money now. That's far more daunting to go up against NHL players who can afford the mm-hmm. best defense that you can get. And have all that support. Exactly. And have all the support. Yeah. 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 So we'll keep we'll keep watching this one. Yeah. And we will be glued to it. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, maybe we can move on to you know some what? lighter topics. Yeah. There's a lot of darkness in the world right now. Let's let's cheer people up and talk yeah. about Taylor Swift. Yeah, we spent the okay. first half. We spent the first half of this very angry. Yeah, but I mean reasonably. So, yeah. but let's talk about something that makes okay, well, me there, happy, actually, which is Taylor Swift. There's some no. There's something that I'm angry about, and it's that um, I didn't get to watch the NFC and AFC Championship games. But this you tried. Weekend. But I tried. Did but you tried? Try. And credit where credit is due. Claire was sitting in a parking lot. Yeah, with and- her phone. In Marmot Basin. Yeah. Um, With the game on and then got in trouble. Was yeah. told to, to parent. Yeah. To be an active parent. <laughs> yeah. um, that shit got which, shut down real fast. Which is pretty real. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I tried. Um, but I wasn't successful. So I am not the right person in this group to recap what happened. So what happened this weekend? Because there was some heartbreaks um, and some surprises. There was some heartbreak. Yeah. You know what? The Baltimore Ravens on paper were probably the best of the four remaining. If, if you and yeah. they 
if you would ask yeah, so me, if you would ask me first. So who a month ago, I would have predicted oh, Baltimore Ravens. You did. I did. Yeah, I, I predicted did. Baltimore Ravens in the Super Bowl and San Francisco. Okay, so can we tee up? Tell tell our listeners um, who was playing this weekend. Baltimore and Kansas City. Kansas City. So yep. the Chiefs, aka Taylor Swift squad. Yeah. Yep. Beat the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, and and relatively close match in that one. Like Ravens were maybe they were favored, both close games, but I yeah. think it was you can't it was count a toss out. Up. You can't count out the Chiefs, but I really did think uh, Ravens were going to take it. And then in the other matchup, we have uh, San Francisco and the Detroit Lions. Yeah. And that was decided by a field goal to the heartbreak of Lions fans who have been some of the most suffering fans. I know a lot of them say, oh, I'm just happy to be here in the championship game. Um but uh, that was that was they're a tough like one. They, yeah, they have like Chicago Cubs vibes. Um, yeah, they, I, I really series. wanted I really wanted this for them. <laughs> I I was I was and like I I'm also a, just didn't want the Niners to win. I, I I just have no interest in the Niners. They're like not a team that really but speaks McCaffrey's to me. Well, and they beat our Packers. So well, they did, and I'm also it all. but like listen, like we're Packers fans, Quinn and I. Paulina but is wearing a I'm Packers literally wearing a Packers shirt, shirt as we speak. That we I also have. <laughs> Same one. Twins. Um we shouldn't, in theory, like Detroit. We shouldn't like the Lions, but I I wanted this for them. And I have a hard time hating the Lions. I really oh, do. Everybody loves like an underdog, right? And, and yeah, I absolutely. there's the underdog factor of it. There is, you know, Goff, it could have been his time. The poor yeah. man's Ryan Gosling. Hey, never thought of it that way. Accurate. Yeah, um, looks a little. And bit I like really like, and I really like their coach, big teddy bear energy from oh. that man. But <laughs> big Dano. Yeah, I like him a lot, and I just, you know, I really wanted this. And what GM did something right? They yeah. So so General Motors actually changed a bunch of the shift times for their workers in Detroit to accommodate their ability to watch the game, which is I love that. So cool. Like, what an amazing time for the city. But um, such a bummer exactly. that they lost. such a bummer that they lost. Uh, now we have Taylor Swift heading to Vegas with the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. So the Super Bowl is... You mean the Swifter Bowl? No. That's a pass. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, come on. Why not we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. Okay. A game of smash Super or Bowl. pass. Taylor Swift Super Bowl version. You don't like hashtag Swifter Bowl? I don't know that it really flows. I haven't seen that hashtag. Um, so you just want a new one. You I want just, something that hasn't when, been done already. Because just, everyone's saying Super Bowl, NFL, Taylor's version. I don't know. I, uh, why doesn't it roll off the tongue for you guys? Uh, Swifter Bowl. Smash or pass. Oh, we uh, smash or pass now? Smash or pass Swifter Bowl. Pass. Smash. Hard pass. Big smash. Sorry, Claire. Sorry, Smash Claire. or pass. Taylor takes over the halftime show from Usher. Oh, smash. smash. Honestly, smash. like Usher, really? Usher, I, I was so underwhelmed with that news. Me too. Yeah. My only... He's got to have guests, though. You know what? The okay, Love in This Club was, is great. The love last this time I was into uh, Usher was definitely at the Pint downtown like a solid 15 years ago. I think, do you think that they were trying to recreate the nostalgia um, frenzy that occurred when they did 
50 cent snoop dog yeah the uh, tribute this is not that i don't know i don't think i don't think usher has that same weight behind him personally does he have any new songs or anything like no but nobody wants to hear no okay but nobody wants to hear a new song from usher but like how hard is he working right now to make it good hey he can dance like he's probably really he could really he could really surprise us he could come out and we could be like damn that was a good this is you know maybe this is his nickelback heritage classic moment maybe we're gonna be in an (laughs) usher renaissance maybe yeah it could happen. It could happen. I prefer Taylor to fly in like, from Tokyo. Doi. So here's the thing. Taylor Swift is going to be in Tokyo doing an Eras tour show. Yeah. Uh, the night before. Yeah, but because of the time change, she's going to be fine. She's got a PJ. It's it's going to be fine. Like I mean, she's at the very we least going to be there for the after party. Don't have to worry about Taylor. She's going to make it. There's like she'll get there like 27 hours before kickoff, or something. and people will lose her. 27 hours. Yeah, but maybe like she that. doesn't want to steal the spotlight from. Oh, Travis. please. Okay. Well, I don't know. Didn't I see some some ridiculous revenue numbers of like 333 million dollars? <laughs> oh my god, you had you had that memorized. That's great. Yeah. yeah. She, um, is the revenue that she's driven for the NFL yeah. because of her brand. Yeah. 333 yeah. I'm not surpri- million. I'm not surprised dollars. by that at all. Brad's, Chad's, and dad's are freaking out right now. People are mad. People are mad at Taylor Swift. And, and I I have something to say about that. I bet you do. People were so irritated by her being excited at the game. Okay? And, that, and they're like, stop showing her, whatever. But then... Eminem is at the game, at the Detroit Lions game, and he's like popping off, like freaking out, like super Giving excited. Giving a finger. And people were eating it up. They're oh. like, oh my God, love Eminem for this. And I'm like, how come he can do that, but she can't do that? And also, it Jason, is not her fault that the camera is on her. Jason Kelsey took his shirt off and jumped outside of the suite and people were loving it. But then Taylor becoming a wonderful sports fan. She knows the players. She mouths their names. She knows what's going on. She cares a ton, gets excited. I say, and and people are annoyed. You being annoyed, it says more about you than about Taylor because you're ridiculous. You're trying to find things to be angry about and just relax yeah Yeah. enjoy the moment enjoy the football you don't have to be a taylor swift fan i wasn't a taylor swift fan before all of this and now i don't know any of her music i couldn't remember the name of the song that she changed the lyrics to but i love taylor swift she's absolutely magnetic and i can't wait to see what she wears to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Her her, her fits. Uh, fits have been cute. They're also Banging. way better than Jason Kelsey's. Well, <laughs> he had no fit. But listen, I mean, that is the way that you go to a sporting event. That is, he did it right. I have no notes there. But yeah. like, I also think Taylor Swift is allowed to get excited. 100%. At a fucking football game. It's not like... She's into it. She's into it. And it's not her fault that the camera's on her all the time. Uh, actually, it's not on her all the time. Um, if you could please ask Nellie to come down in the background. Nellie, what are you doing? Uh, Nellie the sheepdog is squeaking up a storm She's back a burn-a-doodle. Oh. She's the a sheepdog vibes. Actually, they aren't on her all the time. Uh, if you add it up, it's less than two minutes of airtime collectively isn't that so fun and people are losing, L- losing their it. mind yeah you see more 
play Alberta commercials during the Oilers games than you do Taylor Swift in the NFL. The Rogers wrapped in red event. Oh my God. That commercial used to drive me nuts. So in Buffalo, there was people actually like yelling at her saying you're ruining football and she blew them a kiss and girl, I'm here for that. Yes. I love it. I'm disappointed in the amount of women that are throwing hate at Taylor Swift. I didn't know they were. They are because they're so listen, there are the Swifties and then there are the like anti Swifties. And a lot of women are very vocal about how they dislike Taylor Swift. And I have a theory about those women. Those women have pick me energy. Oh, do you know what a pick me is? Why don't you tell us? Um, A pick me is a woman who uh, desires male approval and validation. Okay. At the expense of other women. Well, they have this air of like, I'm not like other girls and I prefer to hang out with guys or I, I have more guy friends than girlfriends. We all know those kind of girls, right? Yeah, I know them, yeah. Yeah. And it's usually the girls that just want male validation and they aren't like a girl's girl or they think being a girl's girl is like uncool or kind of lame and that guys don't really respect it as much. And I think that the women who don't like Taylor Swift give off that vibe and I'm not here for it. Mm. Hot take. Hot take alert. Do we think Brittany Mahomes was a Swift fan pre her being in the box? I do. I do. I think she was. Yeah. I don't know, Quinn. You love Brittany. (laughs) What do you think? I can't help but think, and I don't even want to say it because, but like she was the gal, right? Yeah. And, you know, she was the quarterback's like wife, girlfriend. And it would be probably a little bit hard. I'm not going to lie. If all of a sudden Taylor Swift was in the mix. The most famous person in the world. Woman on earth. Not even one now is in the mix. Yeah, yeah famous and, person. Yeah, you know I wouldn't really blame her for being a touch jealous and just but overwhelmed. Probably, by I, the think situation. I, I think they're just pals. I think they're they're hanging out. I oh. think they're hanging out. I think they're friends. She gets like Taylor Swift, the most famous person in the world, is in the box next to you, and they're buds. Why wouldn't you be excited about? I that? I think it's going well for Britney. I think Britney's stoked about it. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's. That I see your argument. Yeah, I see your argument. And I think sharing the spotlight with anyone other than Taylor Swift could be difficult. But given that it's Taylor Swift, it's, it's like, why like, even try to like, hell yeah, share, like just can I hang with it. you this exactly. weekend? Exactly. Yeah. We're buds. Can I tag you in my stuff? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Want to have a sleepover? They, they well, want to be, yeah. Brittany is part of the, the squad now. And that's an elite group to be a part of. Oh, she's hanging out with Cara Delavine. <laughs> And Selena I mean, Gomez, right? And maybe, she, maybe she doesn't have to hang out with Jackson as much anymore. Um, oh my God, <laughs> Jackson okay. Mahomes, her brother-in-law. What a saving grace that Taylor Swift has come along, and she doesn't have to pretend to listen to Jackson Mahomes in the box and, anymore. And listen, for all the absolute haters of Taylor Swift, you could be seeing Jackson Mahomes dancing in the background. <laughs> Instead, you get to see an absolute famous babe yeah. who's a total, like, who's magnetic. Which, yeah. The, Congratulations. The, you just got an upgrade. Um. Oh, I'm playing all of it. <laughs> okay. Uh, one other thing I want to mention is I find it interesting that 
when the Chiefs were kind of like really heating up like years ago. And Mahomes was like on fire. He was like, everyone was making comparisons to Brady. Mm -hmm. And they're like, this kid is like crazy and super exciting to watch. We were all like, we were all on board with it. We were all excited about the Chiefs. They're so fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are now kind of, they are now kind of like the Patriots of the NFL because they are in this dynasty, Dynasty. dare I say it, era. Um, they're in their dynasty era and, and people love to hate the chiefs. All I'm seeing now online is like, people are like, oh, we need somebody to like, whoever can beat the chiefs needs to go to the Super Bowl. Like people love to hate them. Yeah. There's a lot of talk about like favoritism with the refs and yes, stuff like that too. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. People, unless you're a fan of that team, people hate dynasties. Yeah. I, hate it. I, I love it. I, I, I was a hater of the Patriots and I don't know what it was. I think it was just like this like total bro team that I rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know. And maybe it was because they were too popular and I was like a hipster mm-hmm. of the NFL. I don't know. And you're like, who's it... the stinkiest quarterback? <laughs> I Aaron Rodgers. I want to cheer for them. Oh, yeah. Well, we're not like, Who listen. looks like they need to get a shower he, and wear deodorant? Like Danielle Smith. He, like Danielle Smith, he had, he has let me down a few times. <laughs> um, just as a person, not as a football player. But anyway, uh yeah, it's I think dynasties people hate it yeah. because it's maybe not their team. They find it boring to see yep. the same team yep. winning or doing well every time, like getting to the Super Bowl every time. Like they're like, oh, the fucking Chiefs again, you know? And variety is the spice of life, baby. And people do love an underdog, let's be honest. Yeah, and I have to say, honestly, if it wasn't the Niners, I would probably be cheering against the Chiefs. Taylor Swift is also a factor. Um, so next week, uh, we're going to talk about more about the Super Bowl, kind of like what to look for, um, Cole's notes, so to speak, and uh, what dip to bring um, to your Super Bowl party. Um, oh, a potluck? Oh, you love a potluck. If you okay. want to see here, Claire and I get into a fight about potlucks, um, you can go listen to that episode. Um, I love dips. So I do love dips, too. Yeah. There's nothing potluck about dips. Um, you got invited to the party, right? <laughs> Quinn and Quinn and I are going to the party. <laughs> I was invited first, assholes. Okay, um, okay, love you all. Have a great rest of your week, and I can't wait to talk more next week. Peace. We'll see you on another time. Thank you for listening to the bits. You can follow us at the bits Yeg on Instagram, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Uh, you can find us on Spotify.